Alright ladies and germs, boys and girls, children and senior citizens all over the world, welcome to episode 20 of Prime Talk with Rodimus Prime. I'm your boy, the one and only Rodimus Prime here on this Wednesday, December 11th, 2019. Uh, just a few things on tap, but hopefully everybody has had a good week. Hopefully your weekend will go pretty swell. Uh, as far as college football is concerned, let's just go ahead and talk about it. It's a lot going on. The Heisman Trophy uh, ceremony will be this weekend, so I will be tuned into that. I will be checking that out to see who won the Heisman Trophy. You already know who I'm picking. I'm going with that boy Joe Burrow. Uh, on episode 21, I'll drop a podcast tomorrow where I will talk solely about the bowl games that are out the top four um Playoff spots have been released. I'll talk more about that as as time goes on. I will give my predictions on the games. Uh, I did not have time to include that in today's episode. But other than that, you know, like I said, I will talk more about college football, the playoff, the national championship, who I think will win. Um, also, I will talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, the matches have been announced for Wrestle Kingdoms for nights one and two. Uh, congratulations is in order to Finn Juice, uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson as they won World Tag League this year by defeating two-time champs Evil and Sonata. So they will challenge being Finn Juice, the Gorillas of Destiny for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. I'll give my predictions on that tomorrow as well. But while we're on it, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Uh, AEW Dark and Dynamite from last week. Well, Dark from uh, last night, NXT from last week, and some NFL news. Um, I know as far as NFL goes, a lot of people are talking about this Patriots stuff with the video and everything like that. You know, I don't know. It is what it is. I really can't give you my judgment on that because I really haven't been paying, ten paying attention to much of it. So anyway, I guess it is what it is. I don't know. But let's talk about AEW Dynamite from Champaign, Illinois last week. A pretty damn good show. We kicked off the show with the Young Bucks and Dustin Rhodes, the natural, taking on the Inner Circle's own Sammy Guevara, the Spanish God, and, Tito, and Santana and Ortiz. This, like I said, was a pretty good barn burner. But in the end, the Young Bucks and Dustin Rhodes got the victory, uh, getting one up on the inner circle tonight as of this recording Santana and Ortiz will take on the Young Bucks in a Texas street fight they will be in Texas tonight so that's going to be a pretty good one Trent a very underrated wrestler indeed he took on one half of the Lucha Bros known as Phoenix um, a lot of back and forth action so on and so forth but in the end Phoenix got the victory he got he won up Trent and afterwards they started brawling because apparently Apparently, Trent felt like Phoenix was being very disrespectful because he didn't want to shake his hand. So, next thing you know, Trent was just, he was just going at it with Phoenix. And Trent wasn't having none of it. Like I said, he still has the best bandana in the game. Don't at me. Uh, Tony Schiavone had an interview with Cody. He called out MJF. Of course, he talked about the bunny, the blade, and the butcher. Uh, if you saw the promo from MJF, he said that he paid off the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny to attack Cody. Cody said, you know what? If you want the keys to my truck, here it is. It's yours. If you want my shoes, my red bottoms, they're yours. Then he pulled out $50,000 worth of cash. Um, 
he gave a kid a hundred dollars. So yeah, that kid can definitely frame that hundred dollar bill given to him from Cody. Uh, but he pulled out what he said, $50,000 worth of cash. Then, um, he took off his timepiece, which was given to him by Tony Khan. And he said it was the most expensive piece on his body. He said, look, what is it going to take for you to fight me? You said you're not going to fight me. What is it going to take for you to wrestle me? So tonight on in tonight on dynamite, I almost said impact tonight on dynamite. We will get MJF's response as the, uh, Responds to Cody, uh, responds to Cody's challenge as he is being accompanied to the ring by Wardlow. Uh, next, we had Nyla Rose taking on Leva Bates. Need I say more? Nyla Rose won. Afterwards, she just got out of control. Uh, she was just going rampant, if you will. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, she took referee Rick Knox and powerbombed him through the table. Uh, before that, Shauna, who she attacked uh, the week prior, she came out there and tried to make the save, but it wasn't enough. So after she powerbombed Rick Knotts, she decided to powerbomb uh, Shanna on top of him. And of course, they showed Britt Baker trying to make fun of what happened at the War Games Takeover show, which I found to be quite odd, but whatever. But other than that, uh, Nyla Rose has been suspended for the remainder of 2019. Uh, I think without pay, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, AEW officials have announced last week that she has been suspended for the remainder of 2019. Chris Jericho, he came out. He uh, cut a promo with him and um, Jake Hager. And he brought out his new list. And then he talked about people who he would not face for the AEW World Championship. Uh, now, he did mention that they will be in Corpus Christi, Texas on December 18th, the very last AEW show of 2019. And out came Jurassic Express, uh, Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. And so Chris Jericho was like, well, if it's not you, if it's not Marco Stunt, then it has to be you. And evidently, it was Jungle Boy. So on the 18th, it will be a non-title match. Jungle Boy versus Chris Jericho on the last AEW show of 2019. Uh, that is going to be good. Uh, Chris did say to Jungle Boy that he couldn't last 10 minutes in the ring with him. Evidently, looks like Jungle Boy is going to prove him wrong. But we'll see how that match turns out. Chris Statlander. Uh, she took on Hikaru Shida. And she upset Hikaru Shida, who is... As, of as according to the rankings, the number one contender for the AEW Women's World Championship. Afterwards, Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong came out there. And they introduced the Nightmare Collective. Uh, basically, she was going on about what it was about and what they do, yada, yada, yada. And she asked Chris to pledge herself. And whoever this enhancement talent, I guess, I don't know who she is. She was in the crowd yelling... You know, pick me, pick me. I wanted, I want a pledge, and she ended up getting her head shaved. So whoever this girl is is the newest member of the Nightmare Collective, along with Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong. Like I always say, Awesome Kong and a knife in the same sentence is very deadly. Next, we had Christopher Daniels, the Fallen Angel, taking on the other half of the Lucha Bros, known as Pentagon Junior. Now this rivalry has been going back some weeks. When Christopher Daniels got pile drive, when he got pile drove on his head uh, by Pentagon Jr. and he was out a few weeks, uh, 
towards the end, Christopher Daniels just looked like he was sloppy. Looks like he was really not prepared for Pentagon. Pentagon hit another pile driver, and one, two, three, Pentagon got the victory. And in the main event, we had the bad boy, Joey Janela, taking on John Motsley. Uh, this was actually a good match. I'm not a fan of uh, Joey Janela, if you will, but for the most part, I found this to be pretty good. John Motsley picked up the victory, and out came Chris Jericho basically mocking him of what happened last week when Motsley was coming down the stairs. And when I talk about Motsley on, um, I'll talk, well, I take that back. I'll talk, Mo- I'll talk more about Motsley uh, tomorrow on episode 21, especially that New Japan review. Then let's talk about AEW Dark. Uh, AEW Dark kicked off with a three-way match involving the librarian Peter Avalon taking on Jimmy Havoc, who was again found fined another $10,000 for using his staple gun, and Scorpio Sky, one half of the AEW World Tag Team Champions and one-third of SCU. Uh, let's just say Scorpio Sky, he is ridiculously athletic and very underrated as well. Trent and Scorpio Sky are two of the most underrated talents, not only in AEW, but in all of professional wrestling. But Scorpio Sky picked up the victory uh, as he gets one for himself following his match with Chris Jericho. Next, we had a tag team match involving uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds taking on Jurassic Express's own Marco Stunt and Luchasaurus. Uh, Marco Stunt... I'm actually coming around on Marco Stunt. You know, he tries his best for as short as he is. Uh, Alex Reynolds and um, John Silver, they looked pretty decent. But it wasn't enough because uh, Jurassic Express got the victory. Their first victory as a tag team, finally. They got a victory. And then in the main event, we had another barn burner with uh, super bad Kip Sabian being being accompanied to the ring by Penelope Ford. Taking on Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega getting the win, getting the win, of course, with the one-winged angel. Penelope Ford, she made her presence known throughout the match. But, unfortunately for her man, it wasn't enough. Because, like I said, uh, the cleaner picked up another victory for himself. As he's trying to climb up the ranks as far as the AEW World Championship is concerned. Uh, let's talk NXT last week real quick. And then we'll get into some NFL news. Um, NXT last week, another stellar show. I was very surprised that they barely lost in the ratings last week. Uh, AEW won with 851,000 to NXT's 845,000. Again, I was kind of shocked, but not really. I thought both shows were pretty stellar last week. But we kicked off the show with Killian Dane wanting the challenge. Now he was supposed to, he was supposed to face Damon Priest. Apparently, he still has injured ribs, so he did not he did not get cleared to compete. Out came the bruiserweight Pete Dunne with his taped up knee. He did his best to take out uh, Killian Dane, but it wasn't enough because Killian Dane picked up the victory. Then the undisputed era came out to address. Uh, what happened with them as far as Finn Balor, Keith Lee, so on and so forth. Conspicuous by his absence, Bobby Fish, who was still on the injured list. He was not there. But uh, Keith Lee came out to confront them. Um, he tried to take them out, but the numbers game was not enough for Keith Lee. It was too much. 
Then Tommaso Ciampa came and attacked Adam Cole. So later on, we would have a six-man tag team match in the main event. The Undisputed Era's own Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roger Strong taking on Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and Tommaso Ciampa. Next, we had Zia Lee, who I'm really starting to love. I'm really starting to love Zia Lee. I'm, I'm just liking her more and more and more. And she took on the women's champion, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler made quick work of her. Uh, she won with the Kira Fuda clutch. And uh, we would see more of Shayna Baszler later on throughout the show. Um, the Forgotten Sons in a squash match. Yes, the Forgotten Sons who shall be forgotten. They took on Leon Ruff and Adrian Alanis. Now, these two, I definitely want to forget about these two. Especially uh, Leon Ruff. Now, they mentioned they're a tag team in Evolve. And I think they need to stay in Evolve for the foreseeable future. Because uh, the Forgotten Sons won. Afterwards, Jackson Riker picked up Leon and chokeslammed him on the apron. And it looked pretty brutal. Again, Ruff and Alanis need to be forgotten and stay in Evolve. How about that? Dakota Kai. She said she was going to take out Rhea Ripley. Now, Rhea Ripley came out, and she got on the mic, and Mia Yim came down to the ring. Now, if you don't, if you uh, remember, Dakota Kai was revealed to take out Mia Yim at, War, at TakeOver War Games. Mia Yim was just whipping, she was just whipping uh, Dakota Kai like a rag doll. And basically, they brawled through the back. Shayna Baszler came out with her crew as they confronted Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley basically got beat down by all three women. So, uh, Shayna got on the mic and she said, um, she said, you want a title shot? Well, I want one too. So on the 18th, which is next week as of this recording, you got it. So it will be Shayna Baszler versus, uh, Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. I cannot wait for that match. Next, we had Cassius Ono, the wrestling genius. The greatest British wrestler alive, as he likes to call himself, taking on the King of Bros, the original bro, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is 3-0 against Cassius Ono. I thought this match was, it was alright. You know, these two have, they got some history with each other, but Matt Riddle, he got the victory. He is now 4-0 against Cassius Ono. Now, as they mentioned, Royal Rumble weekend next month, the beginning of the year, it will be the World Collide event no takeover show nxt versus nxt uk that's going to be incredible but uh yeah matt riddle again 4-0 against uh cassius ono next we had kushida they had a nice video package as he was talking about him being out for two months with his wrist injury and spending some time with his wife and his daughter and he said that you know he wants to bring them to america to give them a better life and that type of thing now, he was supposed to take on Raul Mendoza in his return. However, Cameron Grimes decided to just stomp Raul Mendoza through the stage or through the ramp. And he said, you're now facing me. And Kushida got the victory in his return. Now, if you've seen the video, Kushida was attacked at the PC by Cameron Grimes. So it looks like this beef between these two are not over. Uh, and in the main event, six-man tag, undisputed air. Taking on Keith Lee, Tommaso Champion, Dij Dominic Dijakovic, as I mentioned. A very, very good match. Uh, Lee, Dijakovic, and Ciampa got the victory. Uh, Finn Balor, he got involved during the match. 
So uh, it wasn't enough because, you know, Finn Balor is making it clear. Looks like he's coming back for that NXT championship. That sequence with Keith Lee when he rose up to the ring, that was incredible. I know it was last week, but I don't care. I could watch that over and over and over. That was just insane. So general manager William Regal came out and made a match for tonight. Uh, it will be a number one contenders match for the NXT championship. The winner will face Adam Cole next week on the 18th. It will be Finn Balor versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Keith Lee. Now, this match could go either way. Finn Balor, the longest reigning NXT champion ever. Keith Lee, who's on the rise in NXT. Tommaso Ciampa, who never lost the title. He had to vacate it due to injury. But I'm going to pick Tommaso Ciampa. I feel like it's only right because he never lost the title. But like I said, this match could go either way. Now let's talk some NFL news. Uh, week 14 and week 15. Week 14, player of the week. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there right now. Mitch Trubisky, yes, of the Chicago, Bear, Chicago Bears. 23 for, 20, 23 for 31, 244 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. 10 rushes and 63 yards and a touchdown as he and the Chicago Bears defeated the Dallas Cowboys. No surprise there. The Dallas Cowboys, they're just a mess. They're really a mess. And uh, going to Sunday, you had the Atlanta Falcons blowing out the Carolina Panthers 40-20. to The Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens, they had a really good match. A uh, really good matchup, if you will. Baltimore winning 24-17. Cleveland over Cincinnati 27-19. Green Bay over Washington 20-15. Minnesota over Detroit 20-7. San Francisco getting a real... Big victory over the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans, honestly, I mean, they're still a Super Bowl favorite, but they really haven't looked impressive as of late. I don't know. I guess it's just how I'm seeing them. But, yeah, San Francisco got a nail-biting victory, 48-46, over the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. San Francisco looking really impressive heading into playoff season. Uh, the New York Jets, they defeated the Miami Dolphins by 122-21. Tampa Bay over Indianapolis 38-35. Denver over Houston 38-24. The Los Angeles Chargers running rough shot all over the Jacksonville Jaguars 45-10. Uh, same way with Tennessee and Oakland. Oakland has basically just fallen off at this point. Tennessee won big 42-21. Kansas City upsetting, I guess not upsetting, depending on how you put it. The New England Patriots who have now lost two straight. New, New England receiving wise is just not looking great tom brady is just not there i don't know what it is with them but they lost 23 to 16 to the kansas city chiefs uh pittsburgh over arizona 23 17 and in the sunday night game you had the los angeles rams defeating the seattle seahawks 28 to 12 and monday night the new the philadelphia eagles came back in overtime to defeat the new york giants 23 17 no surprise there. Two teams who are just not looking great at all. Uh, let's talk about week 15. Week 15. Um, tomorrow's game will have the Jets taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Um, do I think Lamar Jackson should play despite his injury? Yeah, no. Because you don't want to risk him getting hurt in the playoffs. Because, I mean, the Ravens at this point are very highly favored to win the Super Bowl. 
So you really don't want to run that risk. But, you know, he says he's good. He can play. We'll see how everything shapes out. But, of course, I'm picking the Red Hot Ravens to blow out the New York Jets 41-3. to uh, Then on Sunday, you have New England versus Cincinnati. I'm taking New England 28-7. to Tampa Bay versus Detroit. I'm going to pick Detroit now. I'm going to say 37-28 uh, Lions. Bears versus Packers. A very legendary rivalry. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers 41-24 over the Bears. Houston versus Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. They're looking real good right now over Houston. 26-10. Followed by Denver versus Kansas City. I'm going to take them Chiefs along with that awesome quarterback known as Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say 29-20. I think it'll be close to what people expect. Miami and New York. The Giants, that is. I'm actually going to go with the Giants in this one. As bad as I want to pick Miami, I'm going to go with uh, the Giants 24-14, followed by Philadelphia and Washington. I'm going to say Philadelphia wins. I mean, it's not like Washington's competing for anything because they're going to be sitting at home watching the playoffs. So I'm going to say Philadelphia wins big. Probably not, but this is just my prediction. 39-17, followed by Seattle and Carolina. I think Seattle will get a bounce-back win over Carolina, 45-28, following that loss. Then we have Jacksonville versus Oakland. I'm going to take Oakland in that one, 31-14. Cleveland and Arizona. I'm actually going to pick Cleveland. They're still fight. They're st- they still have hope to complete to compete complete compete for the playoffs. So I'm going to take Arizona. I'm going to take Cleveland in that one, 35-20. Minnesota versus the L.A. Chargers. I'm going to take Minnesota. I mean, the Chargers, when it comes to winning in the clutch, they seem to fail all year. So I'm going to take Minnesota in that one, 26-23, followed by the Rams in Dallas. Easily, I'm going to take the Rams. I mean, who else did you think I was going to pick? I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams, 40-27, followed by Atlanta and San Francisco, Atlanta traveling to San Fran, I mean, really, this is obvious. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers over the Atlanta Falcons. 42-14. I think they're going to win big at home. And the Sunday night game, Baltimore, I mean, not Baltimore, Buffalo versus Detroit. Buffalo looking like a real team right now. Pittsburgh, you know, they're doing their thing. I'm actually taking Pittsburgh by 10 over the Bills. 33-23. Monday night game, we have the Indianapolis Colts versus the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to say New Orleans barely wins by 10, 31-21. So, that is all that I have for today. Seems like a very rushed show. Uh, It was a lot I wanted to talk about on today's show, but I really didn't have the time to. So, I decided to make another episode, which is tomorrow. Tomorrow, I will talk about all the college football bowl games that are coming up. Bowl season, if as they call it, starts on the 20th. I will give my predictions on those. Uh, the college football playoff, who I think will advance and who will win the national, who will advance to the national championship and win. Plus, I will give my predictions on uh, TLC, which is this Sunday. I don't know if I really want to watch TLC. I mean, I'm off Sunday. I'm not gonna have nothing else to do, so I guess why not. And I'll give my predictions on Wrestle Kingdom January 4th and 5th. So be on the lookout for those. You already know the usual plugs. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Rodimus Prime, 3 Count Mafia. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube at 3 Count Mafia. 
Stay alerted to all of our content and anything we got going on or I that have going on. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for, you know, whatever we got going. So, you know, we'll alert you. I guess that's how I'm put how I'm putting it. But anyway, I'm Rodimus Prime. You all have a good night. This has been episode 20 of Prime Talk with Rodimus Prime. I will see you guys next time.